everyone. Welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Levon. I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development and life transformation. And today we are going to be talking all about how to stop being so hard on ourselves. Now, this is a topic that I think is of extreme importance. So I am very excited to have this conversation today. But before we do so, I, of course, want to take a moment to Thank you all for being such an amazing audience and for your support both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. It is such a pleasure reading your comments. They are so insightful and interesting and you make this whole process just such a positive experience. So thank you so very much for that. And with that being said, I wanted to go ahead and jump right into this topic because, again, I just feel like this is a conversation that truly needs to be had because I think it affects so many people and so many people don't realize that it affects them. So they continue living in this way that is ultimately not very good for their mental health. So if you are anything like me, you have an intense inner critic who likes to make you second guess your choices, make you feel like you're not enough as a person, or constantly has you pointing out your shortcomings or failures. So when we have this as a part of our everyday life, we end up swimming in guilt, beating ourselves up, and feeling a lot of times that we should just give up. I had this habit for years and it really destroyed my self-esteem. I never felt that I had my life together and I always felt that other people were doing way better than I was. So if this sounds like you, if it sounds familiar, know firstly that this situation is not hopeless. It is not hopeless at all and today we are going to talk all about how we can silence that inner critic and start really loving and believing in ourselves again. So in order to do this, I want to first read you a list of different signs and indications that you may be really being too hard on yourselves. And again, a lot of times this is something that we are not aware of. So this is something that is a habit for us, but we are so used to it being this way that we just kind of think of it as our normal life, as our normal experience. So I'm going to give you this list and what I want you to do is to really listen with full honesty and think about how many of these statements ring true for you. So let's start with the first one. When you make a mistake, you continue to dwell on it for an unreasonable amount of time. Number two, you are always focusing on what you haven't accomplished or what you feel that you could have done better. Number three, You beat yourself up over mistakes that probably have minimal consequences or really don't matter that much in the long run. Number four, you refuse to forgive yourself or you keep on continuing to criticize yourself after you have corrected a mistake. Number five, you feel like a failure all the time or you suffer from imposter syndrome. And if you're not sure exactly what that means, we're going to be talking about that more later on. Number six, 
you dismiss your own ideas or you don't give yourself credit for your own accomplishments. Number seven, you see other people's mistakes as understandable or forgivable, but not your own. Eight, you feel guilty so often that is one of the most common emotions that you actually experience. Number nine, you ruminate over things that you cannot change. Number 10, when someone treats you poorly, you find a way to interpret it as your fault. Number 11, you continuously find ways to actually punish yourself for what you feel that you have done wrong. Number 12, you can't take a compliment. Number 13, you are always comparing yourself to other people. Number 14, you rarely do nice things for yourself. And number 15, and this is huge, you are not as happy as you could be. So as you heard this list, were there any of these things that sounded familiar to you? Do you feel that you might be belittling yourself or not giving yourself enough credit or beating yourself up or punishing yourself? My guess is the answer is yes. And I say that because the answer is yes for far too many people. We do not give ourselves the credit we deserve and we are really not embracing and accepting ourselves fully as human beings. So the good news is that this is something that is completely 100% correctable. Now, it requires a lot of analysis and a lot of introspection, but as long as we are willing to put in the work, this is something that we can change. And it is so essential that we do so because there is no reason to live this way for one more day. So I'm going to go ahead and give you, I don't know, probably about 20 different strategies that you can do to start feeling better immediately. So if you need to grab a piece of paper, please do, because these are things that we really want to start to implement in our life as soon as possible. So the first thing is we need to stop everything and think about all the different ways we are beating ourselves up. So literally list them out. Whatever ways we can think of that we are treating ourselves differently than we would treat other people, then we really need to have an awareness about that. So take some time and really think about it. What are the different ways that we could be kind of harming ourselves and our self-esteem. And the second part of this is we want to take time to observe our thoughts and feelings about that. How does it make us feel to know that we are constantly putting ourselves through that? We need to have that awareness. We need to also ask ourselves directly, how do I feel about myself? What do I think about myself? And if you come to the conclusion that your answer is actually negative, you need to ask yourself, why? 
Why do I feel this way about myself? Is there evidence? Has someone else led me to believe this? Is this something that I have come up with myself? But we really need to get to the bottom of how we feel about ourselves because if it is something that is ultimately not that positive, of course we're going to want to beat ourselves up or criticize ourselves because we are not giving ourselves credit for being the amazing person that we are in actuality. So that's something that we definitely want to get clear about. We also have to be honest with ourselves about whether or not we are holding ourselves to a standard that couldn't possibly be met. So what I mean by that is perfectionism. Are we asking ourselves to be perfect all the time? So many people do this and perfection is not an achievable goal. And I know this firsthand because I used to be the biggest perfectionist you could ever imagine. I was constantly torturing myself and holding myself up to a standard that could never be reached no matter what on earth that I tried to do. So that is something that we really need to think about as well. Are we holding ourselves to standards that cannot be reached? And if so, we need to acknowledge that. And we definitely need to set ourselves free from that because that is a game that cannot be won. Mistakes are a part of life. Mistakes are part of learning. They're part of growing. And so we need to learn to expect that we are going to make mistakes. We can't, you know, live in this fantasy world where we really do think that we will be able to be perfect if we put enough effort in or enough time into things. Doesn't happen. It never, never happens. And we will always make mistakes no matter what because we are human beings. That's part of life. And that is something that we must accept if we want to lead a happy and peaceful life. Another thing that we need to think about is criticism. We have to realize that criticism does not have to hurt us. We do not always have to take it personally. And I know if we are people that tend to be hard on ourselves, we tend to really overvalue the opinions of other people. But really, the only opinion that we need to value is our own opinion. I mean, we can consider the opinions of other people, but we can't let the opinions of other people sway our opinion of ourselves. Because if we do that, every single piece of criticism that we get is just going to be crippling for us. And we're going to give up after a while because every time we get criticized is going to kind of just chip off another piece of our self-esteem. So we need to be aware of this and we need to protect ourselves against that. And the only way to really do that is to stop valuing the opinions of other people so strongly. We have to learn to be self-reliant. It's so important because again, that criticism is so toxic and we live in a world where people for some reason feel that they can just freely criticize whoever and whatever they want. It's this social media age where your life is kind of out there in the open and people just feel that they can say whatever they want and they really 
can belittle us without, you know, maybe even without intention to do so, but it happens. And I think other people like to do it. I think other people sometimes like to start controversy and they enjoy making people feel bad about themselves. So if we know that this is the case, we do need to be cautious about letting these opinions harm us. Now, again, we're people and some things will be painful, but they can be less painful if we have awareness of this and we protect ourselves against this. So if this is something you know that you are oversensitive to, then it's definitely something that you want to start working on because it's going to cost you your peace of mind if you fail to do so. Another thing that we need to accept is that there is no right or correct way to do anything. Life is not in black and white. Life is in the grays in between. So we can't limit our thinking to always thinking that things are either right or wrong and that we are always doing the wrong thing. That is not true at all. We are always as people doing the best we can with whatever information that we have. And a lot of times we beat ourselves up because we make decisions based on the knowledge that we have at the time and then we learn things later on that could have swayed that decision or would have ultimately made us have a different decision but we didn't have that information so we need to just accept the fact that there really is no right or wrong we're just all doing the best we can in life and we need to be okay with that because it's not just about survival. It is about enjoying life. And if we are constantly, again, beating ourselves up, we are just not going to enjoy life at all. We can't constantly question our decisions or constantly be looking back and saying, well, I did that the wrong way. I, I should have known better. I should have done things another way. That's just not going to get us anywhere because we can never go back in time, first of all, and correct things that we perceive to be mistakes. And we have to understand that we don't really know if things are ultimately a mistake. They just are. This is just what happened. And we need to move forward instead of moving backwards. So start to pull yourself out of that box of, you know, right, wrong, black, white, doesn't exist. Everything is somewhere in the center. So that's something that we also need to really start to condition ourselves to move away from. Another thing that is helpful to think about is that nobody is good at everything, but we're good at a lot of things. We need to focus on the good. When we are so critical of ourselves, we are focusing on the things that we don't think that we are good at. And the fact of the matter is that nobody's good at everything. There's not going to be any time in our life that we will be good at every single thing. It is impossible. But also, we are often failing to see all those things that we are good at. We are just ignoring all our skills and talents and gifts and abilities and beautiful character traits that we possess every single day of our lives. We just completely ignore those things and focus on those few things that we feel that we could be 
better at. So we need to learn to focus on the good because there is so, so, so much good. And if you ask the people around you, it is very likely that they can help you see some of those good things about yourself. We are often blind to even our most beautiful qualities and abilities. So we need to make sure that we take the time to really celebrate ourselves and notice the good things that we really do possess because they go forgotten all the time. As human beings, we have this negativity bias. That's why we can receive 10,000 compliments about something, but if we get that one criticism, we'll still focus on that criticism and ignore those one million compliments. So start noticing the good in yourself. There's so many things to celebrate. So instead of beating yourself up all the time, think about ways that you can build yourself up and compliment yourself for the awesome job that you do at so many things on a daily basis. Another thing that is often helpful is to ask yourself if you're really holding on to the past. I know this is something that was also a huge issue for me. I was holding on to the past like it was a ball and chain around my ankle and I was just dragging it with me throughout my my whole life and it was just crazy. And I think, again, so many people are doing this. Maybe they are unaware that they are doing this, but... It is happening for many people. So you want to consider the fact that that might be true for you as well. Are you holding on to negative aspects of your past? Now, if the answer is yes, you need to really understand that there is no value to holding on to it. You will never be able to change your past. But the past is in the past and we can only suffer if we think about the past in the present moment. And guess who has control of that? It's us. We decide if we're going to constantly ruminate over all these situations that bring us sadness or anxiety or that we truly just wish we could do over or wish didn't happen or we have regret for doesn't matter. Those things are facts of life. They did happen, but they don't need to be holding us back now. Once we've learned any kind of lesson that came from the experience, that's the only, only, only thing that can be gained by holding on to it. And we can gain that, but still let go of the actual event. We can set ourselves free from that. And that's something that we absolutely must do or we're going to feel the need to criticize ourselves or berate ourselves because we are continuously punishing ourselves for these things that are you know, no longer part of this present moment. We can't punish ourselves forever. We shouldn't punish ourselves at all, but it's likely that we probably have done so already. So enough is enough with that. So we need to really let the past go. So you want to think about you know, all the things that you're still holding on to and really put effort into setting yourself free. It's time to do that so you can really move on with your life. There's no way to go forward if we're still stuck in the past. Something else to remember is that you can improve on anything you don't like about yourself. You're not really stuck with qualities that you don't care for. There is some kind of transformation that could happen in just about every single aspect of your life and in yourself. 
So there are always changes that you can make. It's never too late. You're never too old. You can make changes in your decisions. You can make changes in your behavior. You can make changes even in your appearance. Whatever it is that makes you feel that you need to criticize yourself about, you can change those things or you can learn to accept them. You need to question also why you are criticizing yourself about these things. It's a matter of deciding how important you think they are. I remember that I had this client who was so upset that she had this little gap in her teeth. And I may have told this story before, but it always comes to my mind and it was something that she just hated about herself and it made her feel ugly. She felt inferior to other people because of this little gap in her teeth. And one day she just mentioned it and I couldn't believe it because it's something that I think is so adorable. It's something that I thought was one of the cutest features that I always found myself looking at and appreciating about her. So it's just a matter of knowing that we are probably, first of all, viewing ourselves in a distorted light, number one. And second of all, are these things really things that matter? And if you figure out that for yourself, yes, I don't like this about myself. I do want to change this about yourself. Then guess what? You have the ability to do that. You can change just about anything. And if it's something that cannot be changed, you have the power to accept that about yourself and embrace that about yourself. Because for my client, once I told her how adorable I thought that was, she really started to think about it for her own self. And she realized that she didn't want to end up getting her teeth fixed. She still has her teeth like that today. And it's something that she has learned to really like about herself. So she had just a complete transformation in her thinking. So remember, you always have those two options when you don't really care for something about yourself. You can change it or you can change your thinking about it. And either one is effective. Another thing to consider is who you are spending time with. And I know that we can't always choose who we are spending time with. Sometimes we have family members or colleagues or coworkers that, you know, we really don't really have a big choice about being in our life or not, but we want to think about the people around us and how they are making us feel about ourselves because we want to be surrounding ourselves with people who want us to succeed and having people that we can rely on and trust and make us feel happy and good about ourselves is really, really important. And if you are noticing that the people in your life are not supportive and are actually very critical of you, that's something that you also need to pay attention to and potentially make some tough decisions about because we don't have time to spend with every single person in the world. We have to be very selective about the people that we invest our time and energy into. And if we are investing our time and energy into people that are really bringing us down and belittling us or making us question ourselves and our abilities, that's something that we really need to take seriously. So 
After we do some introspection about this, we want to figure out how we want to proceed with each of these relationships. And sometimes it just comes down to having a conversation after you have made these realizations and being honest with them about how they do make you feel. I did do a video recently about toxic people. So if you are thinking that there could be toxic people in your own life, I would go ahead and check that video out on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. There's a lot of information there about how you can really determine whether or not someone is toxic in your life or if your relationship is toxic. Because if that is the case for you, it could be harming you and your mental health much more than you realize. So that's something to think about as well. Another thing that we need to stop doing, and this is a habit for almost everybody, and that is to stop comparing ourselves to other people. Yet again, something that I severely struggled with for most of my life, and that is where that imposter syndrome can come from as well. So if we are comparing ourselves to other people, there's no way we are going to compare ourselves and feel that we come out ahead. It's very rare that we are going to compare ourselves and think, yeah, I'm better looking than that person, I'm doing way better than that person, because we never have a realistic look about what their life is actually comprised of. We are always seeing, you know, this beautiful, glossy image that they are putting out and, you know, a polished, censored version of their life. And so we would never be able to accurately compare ourselves in the first place. But when we do compare ourselves almost all the time, we feel that we are less than that other person. So you can see why this type of habit would be just detrimental. This is something that we absolutely need to stop doing because there's nothing positive that could possibly come from this. Even if we compared ourselves and said, well, yeah, we're doing better than that person, the next person that we compare ourselves to, we're not going to feel the same way. It's a terrible habit. It is a very, very destructive habit. So we need to really set ourselves free from that. And the first part of that is realizing that we're doing it. I think the place where we can see it the most obviously is in social media. And I know a lot of people that do struggle with beating themselves up and feeling this intense self-criticism really sometimes need to take a break from social media completely or to really limit the amount of time they expose themselves to it. Because when they are seeing all these amazing images and all these amazing posts from these people that, you know, are probably falsifying it in the first place, but, you know, we don't think about that, it really brings us down. And of course, you know, we're going to feel bad about ourselves. It's going to make ourselves want to be even more critical of ourselves. So that's something to consider as well. But we definitely want to be more aware of this habit so we can start to really ultimately break that habit. Another thing that we can do, and this is on more the positive side, is to make self-care a priority. So really start to honor ourselves and take care of ourselves and realize how valuable we are as a person. So make sure all the basics are covered, that we eat well, that we sleep enough, that we are getting exercise on a regular basis, and that we are truly addressing all aspects of self-care. So both our physical health 
and our emotional health because when we are taking good care of ourselves, it's really showing ourselves that we're important, first of all. We're also going to feel better. When we are feeling better, we are less likely to be so hard on ourselves. So that's definitely something that we should be very, very focused on. Self-care is much more important than people really give it credit for. It is essential. Another thing that we can do is to keep a journal of our feelings and make sure that we are expressing ourselves. A lot of times when we have all these negative feelings, we direct them in at ourselves because we're just not letting them out. So we become the target of all these negative feelings. But if we can keep track of them, if we can you know, release them on a regular basis in some kind of self-growth journal or emotional care journal, we are going to really feel a lot better. I really think that every single human being should have this type of journal and that we could even spend even just three minutes a day writing in this journal and we're going to find that it changes our whole way of seeing the world because we oftentimes sadly lack self-awareness. A lot of times we have these feelings bottled up, but we don't even know that they're there. We have no idea. So we have this cloud of negative emotions that is following us wherever we go and we're never releasing them because we don't know that they're there. So just spending that five minutes a day just writing it out it can be just so eye-opening. I know so many times for myself, I will be writing something in my journal and be shocked when I read it. It's like I had no idea that I was feeling this way. So I feel so much gratitude about you know, having this journal because it just provides so much self-awareness. So that is something that I actually require from my own clients and something I definitely recommend that you have for yourself. You must express yourself in some way. And I feel that a journal just really helps get the emotions out in the most efficient and wonderful way. And like I said, it can be really eye-opening a lot of times. Another thing that we can do, especially if we are going through a period of time where we are feeling like a lot of intense self-criticism, is to distance ourselves away from our everyday stress. So sometimes just taking time to break the routine and really separate ourselves is extremely helpful. I personally think if we can spend time outdoors during this time, it is even more beneficial. We need to literally change the air. If we're in a cycle of negativity, we need a physical time out from it. So when you find that you are going through those times where you're just noticing that you are beating yourself up often, those are the times that you want to just stop, take a break from everything, and just take some time for yourself because you need that time. And the biggest thing of all is to make a commitment to yourself that you are going to love yourself no matter what. You need to realize that no matter what you think of yourself at this moment right now, you are enough. You are lovable. You deserve love and you deserve forgiveness. So you need to make sure that you really have forgiven yourself 
for anything that you are thinking is some kind of past mistake and want to make sure you are not continuing to carry that on with you through your life. It's time to let that go. You need to love yourself no matter what, no matter what anyone else says about you, no matter what anyone else thinks about you, and no matter what criticisms you come up with about yourself does not matter. You can change anything you want about yourself. You can accept anything that you want about yourself and you must love yourself. It is critical. So if this is something that you struggle with, you need to promise yourself right now that you are going to work on this. You are going to work on this every single day you are alive. You're going to tell yourself how much you love yourself and how valuable that you really are. Sometimes we need to actually speak these things out loud to really get the message across. It's easy to criticize things that we don't love and that we don't care about. So we need to make sure that we are showing ourselves love and we are expressing how much we care about our own self to ourselves. And that is going to help us remember not to be so critical. What are we possibly gaining from criticizing ourselves? We gain nothing. We lose everything. We are human beings. We will never be perfect. And there will always be things that we wish we could have done differently, but we can't just beat ourselves up all the time. So I hope that today you gain some awareness of some of the different ways that you might actually be doing that so you can actually change those behaviors. You can change any behavior that you know contributes to any of this from negative thinking to being in situations that trigger these emotions. If you can learn to start taking action, you are going to start to feel better immediately. So you want to think about all the different aspects of what we spoke about today and think about the areas that most need healing because these are just wounds and we can fix these wounds as soon as we know that they are there. We can address them and we can get to the root cause of these problems. So tell your inner critic that it's got to go. You are all about self-love now and self-acceptance. And just go over this list and go over these strategies and try to kind of attack it from all sides at once. And you are going to find that as soon as you have that awareness that this is an issue for you, you'll be able to fix it, especially if you are putting the time and effort that is needed into this process. And it's so important that you do. So that being said, just a reminder that if you have questions, comments, or things that you want to be addressed on an upcoming podcast, please go ahead and get those questions to me because we are going to be recording an upcoming questions and answers podcast probably next week. So go ahead and get those to me. You can email me at nina.lavon at gmail.com. It's N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Nina Levon. That's a great way to find me as well. 
But either way, I certainly look forward to getting your questions. I just find them so interesting and insightful, and it's a pleasure to answer them. So I greatly look forward to that. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today and for valuing yourself enough to put time into the process of healing. So I greatly look forward to talking to you next time, and I hope your day is truly extraordinary.